Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oh, baby, it's time. Episode's coming up early today because I take care of your suckling Uncle Cody's teeth. Yes, yes, yes. You get that Formula One goodness. Oh, you like it? Azerbaijan Grand Prix coming up, and it's episode 155. gonna be a monster of a show indeed gonna go through everything that will be happening this weekend in azerbaijan at the azerbaijan grand prix in baku if you don't mind can charles leclerc break his string of bad luck oh i don't know can max break his own little baku curse we're gonna talk about gay people in formula one as well seb's on board with that but I don't think it will actually happen yet, thanks to Mohammed bin Salayan, as well as the top five bold predictions for the race weekend and your lock of the week as well as much, 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 much more. But it's now time to hand the mic over to a man. A man that was polishing some of his crown jewels at the Queen's Jubilee a little bit earlier on this week. That man. Is Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. Right, ladies and gentlemen, come on now, come on now, just grip it, pull it in tight, never let go because it is your main squeeze, Goldie, aka the Cultipotamus chilling trackside butt naked, just soaking up some sun, getting a nice leathery behind here at the Pemphentonasnia Racing Circuit, the 81 billion eight mile long 652 million if you don't mind. And it's looking nice and clean today because Doris, the 103-year-old cleaning lady, was on all fours scrubbing it down. 
But the one thing she didn't find was my Fermo. So I'm pleading with you all now, the pimp cherubs, muffins, and legends. If you happen to find my Fermo, if you come across it, please don't just stand there. Don't just look at it. Remember, the Fermo's more scared of you than you are of it. And just park it on up in there as it is the parking in my Fermo show. The number one. Come to the F1 podcast in the entire world, according to my mum. We've got all the news, opinions, discussions, results, reviews, previews, love triangles, Baku talks, and more. Episode 155, running at you like Perez after a few drinks on a yacht in Monaco, and you're just a girl there trying to have a good time. That's this episode. Sexually aggressive and inappropriate, Checo Perez styles. But don't be a gloomy gust if you missed out on the previous 154. Just head over to parkingitmyfilmmate.com, the greatest website I've ever seen personally. It's just so fucking brilliant. And I won't hear a bad fucking word about it. Yeah? Yeah? But what really gets my moto really revved up is when you look down at a podcast listening device and you spank the hell out of that subscribe and follow button like an OG money. So that way you get to be the first in the world to hear this. My sexy, soothing, smooth sounds three times a week and there ain't a damn thing. You can do about it. You have to accept it. You have to breathe it in. Enjoy the bouquet, the aroma, the smells, the tastes. Oh, and it tastes good, baby. Because there ain't a damn thing wrong with rolling around in the slot with the Kildopotamus three times a week looking for a little bit of slap and tickle. But enough digging around. What the hell are we all doing here? Well, we need to get ready to dive headfirst into the genitals of this show, so stop being all gloomy, sitting there uncomfortable, get out of those disgusting clothes and into something sexy and smooth. And I'm thinking, how about one of those pimp embroidered silk robes? You can grab one from the one of the 57 merch stores around the circuit today, or by jumping to parkinginmyfermate.com slash merch. Use that link. It's in the description along with a little promo code, a little bit of a discount for you. Once you're looking and feeling good, well, all you need to do now is sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Sergio Perez moved teams over the winter, went to Red Bull in his sixth race for his new team. Sergio Perez wins the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Sebastian Vettel moved teams. He picks up his first podium for Aston Martin and their first podium in Formula One. Pierre Gasly's back on the podium too for Alpha Tauri as he comes home third. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram. Well, that is exactly what you need to do. Go ahead and like those socials. Woo. I'm feeling good. I need to. I'm, I'm stretching the mouth right now. I need to warm up. I'm, I mean, we've got the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. This show is coming out a little bit earlier for you because I'm heading away and I just want you guys to be ready. I still want to deliver on the promise of giving you guys three shows a week, getting you fired up and entertained. Because we got a big race this weekend. I actually think it's going to be very interesting. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm warmed up enough. I know. Uh, that's not it. Klaus, Klaus, give me something. Give me something. There we go.
start previewing Baku a very hotly anticipated race this weekend indeed it was well I mean it was fucking chaos it was chaos last year that saw both Max Verstappen and Lance Stroll's tyres explode when they're going about a squillion miles an hour on the main straight we saw Sunoda cause 50 red flags over the weekend something like that as well as Charles Leclerc get himself pole only to be gobbled up in the opening few laps and a red flag that caused a restart with a few laps remaining, our own little mini sprint. That saw Lewis Hamilton tickle that magic button just a little bit too much and forget to turn left and Checo went on to win, leaving Seb Vettel being a corny, cheesy dad on the radio. What? You don't believe me? You don't believe me that that actually happened. Klaus, do you believe me? Yeah, I believe you. I was there, Cordy. I heard the whole thing. Klaus, you shut the hell up. You don't believe me, okay? All right? Go with a bit. Jesus Christ. Vettel was cheesy. It was weird. And acting like a goofy dad on the radio. Klaus, I'm sorry I yelled at you, but just roll the clip. Roll the clip. Sebastian Vettel moved teams. He picks up his first podium for Aston Martin and their first podium in Formula One. Sebastian Vettel, congratulations. You are driver of the day. Thank you. I'm not, I haven't got much time to sum it up. I need to go to my guys. But uh, it's a bit weird. Who, who, who gave you my number? <laughs> <laughs> I'm now your race engineer, Sebastian. How things are going to change for you from now on? Felicidades or Feliz Navidad or whatever you say to Checo. I'm happy for him. Another win. Yeah. Yeah, you forgot how awkward that was, hadn't you? It was like he was flirting. It's like when your dad flirts with the waitress at the restaurant. That's what that was. Yeah. Oh, my name's Cindy and I'll be your waiter. Well, my name's Dad and I'll be your eater. <laughs> that's Sebastian Vettel now. Yeah, that's the world we live in. 
But let's look at this year. Stop living in the past. It's 2022, baby. Let's live here. Red Bull are going to Red Bull things again. The third and first sectors are going to belong to them. But sector two, however, I believe is going to be dominated by Ferraris with a little sprinkle of Mercedes in there as well. Getting their hands nice and dirty. It's got a lot of technical skinny bits to navigate. And I think Ferrari are going to be suited for that. If they can make sure that they keep their cars out of the castles, I'm looking at you, Charles Leclerc. I am stupid. Stupid. Where's the Baku? But with the long straight and a lot of lap being at full throttle, it'll only be reliability issues that cause havoc for Red Bull. But there is a reliability issue that they haven't touched on. That's why I'm bringing it up right now, because I think they will have a reliability issue. One that hasn't really had a proper crack at fixing it, and that is Max's DRS. This has got a long DRS straight. In fact, it's got about 1,000 DRS zones. In Spain, we saw him struggle to get the DRS going, pressing that button 50 fucking times to try and get it open. And as a result, it led to a nice little back and forth with George Russell. Obviously, if and when Max did get that rear wing wide open, the Mercedes of your grandma's wet dream, George Russell, was a sitting duck. But in Monaco, where the straight is about as straight as Neil Patrick Harris, the Red Bull, Although going quickly was going nowhere near as quick as it was in Spain and as it will be in Baku. There will be a lot of downforce generated by the rear wing and with that pressure there, we will see the DRS rear wing issue surface once more. I can guarantee it. It's going to happen. It will. Another thing to keep an eye out for is the best of the rest. And I'm taking Mercedes out of that conversation because I think now Mercedes are going to start making that jump from best of the midfield cars to start challenging Ferrari and Red Bull. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying they are there yet, but I think they have taken a big, gigantic leap into no man's land because they are clearly better than any of the other teams, but not quite there yet. And it's only a matter of time before we see Mercedes winning races again. And I think Baku is another huge step forward for them. So watch out for that. But I think Aston Martin and McLaren both perform well here in Baku. With Bottas, of course, in the mix as well, but Alpha Tauri are going to have some issues along with Haas and Williams. They will struggle to get things going. There will be carnage, especially towards the end of Sector 1 and 2. There will be multiple, multiple red flags across the weekend, so get ready for some restarts. I genuinely think that the Azerbaijan Grand Prix might be the race of the year so far if it can do what it did the last few times out. Make sure you stick around for the end where I go through the top five bold predictions and the lock of the week. But for now, oh, saddle up and ride because it's time for your stat of the week. I'm a stat man. Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stat time. Yeah. Oh, so much stats. So many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Uh, stats, stats, stats. Yeah. Ooh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. I am a stat man. And we're going to talk about how one team can dominate an entire season. I want to look at 1988. The 1988 season was so freaking awesome. Not as close as last year's, but one a lot of people considered the greatest ever. It saw the fierce rivalry between Ayrton Senna and Alan Prost come to a head when the two fought for the World Championship 
on the same team at McLaren. Senna clearly was the quicker of the two, setting pole position in all but three of the races that season. 13 of the 16 races, and the two drivers winning all but one race that year. They won 15 of the 16 races. A winning percentage of 93.75%, with Ferrari claiming the other victory. Now, it's weird because Prost scored more points than Senna did during the season. However, of his 105 points, only 87 were counted towards the total, and Senna scored 90, taking victory in Adelaide by three points and claiming a Drivers' World Championship. It was certainly one of, if not the greatest championship seasons ever. Only really to be rivaled by what happened last year because that freaking was insane. I cannot get over that. But how is that for? You're stat of the week. Bada bada bee, ba ba bada bo. He's a stat man. Ooh, that was a good stat. Yeah, such a good stat. Such a, such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat man. Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm outside. Glad I went to the toilet. The one I went to, someone had dropped a crazy bomb in there. It was the worst thing ever. The pros and cons, Lou. It's gonna haunt me for life. Well, Seb thinks F1 would welcome a gay driver, and I'm here to tell you no. No, they're not. And it sucks. Seb Vettel might be too busy riding his rainbow bicycle to even notice, but maybe gay people aren't welcome in Formula 1. Now, Seb, he thinks they definitely are, and I think he's he's getting the words definitely are and should be confused, because they definitely should be. Gay people are just like normal people. Being gay won't affect your ability to drive a car, and I think that people on the grid, the teams, and other drivers wouldn't give a shit if you're gay or not. You'd be welcomed, just like any other driver. Unless you grab a girl's titty on social media without her consent and then upload it to your own Instagram feed, then people will have a problem with you. Nikita, give them titties a squeeze mazepin. People don't like you. But 100% gay people should be allowed and welcomed onto the Formula 1 grid. They won't though. Oh no, no, no. Oh, definitely won't. 100% they won't. Mohammed bin Salayan said so in an interview. He's not about forcing beliefs on people. He's a Muslim. He doesn't believe that gay people are the same as straight people. Vettel's too busy riding rainbow bikes. Hamilton's fighting human rights and Norris speaking out against mental health. Mohammed bin Salayan hates that. The FIA hates that these drivers care about something that aren't just getting out there and driving a car really quickly. That's part one of the problems. But before I go into part two, let's actually hear what Seb had to say. He said, perhaps it wouldn't have been a case in the past. But now I think a gay Formula One driver would be welcomed and rightly so. I feel that a gay driver would help to speed up the elimination of prejudice and help push our sport into a better direction. So I think and hope our sport would be ready for one. But the judging criteria are just wrong. How are those stereotypes in any way related to performance? Who got to decide? It takes enormous courage to show your real self rather than hide behind a facade based on what people expect. Agree. 100%. You aren't saying a damn thing wrong there, Mr. Vettel. No, 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 no. But you forget. What makes money in Formula One? Yeah, I said money. Here comes the money. Woo! Here we go. Money talks. 
money, 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 Gay people aren't making money for Formula One. No, no, no. If having a gay driver on the grid meant that Formula One made hundreds of millions of dollars, then yeah, we'd have 23 gay drivers on the grid. 24, 25, have a hundred of them. No, it's the rich oil Middle Eastern countries that have a lot of money that are just going to line the FIA's greedy, cuntish pockets with cash. Vettel went on to say this, however, Formula One will race in 23 countries this year. As far as LGBTQ rights are concerned, there are some countries we visit that are tougher than others. We could refuse to race there, but what then? If we don't race, we'd be powerless to make any difference at all. But by racing in those countries and politely but firmly standing up for what's important, we can have a positive impact. Values and principles can't stop at borders. And I agree that it shouldn't. Seb, in a perfect world, gay people can be treated the same as straight people and Margot Robbie would want to sit on my face. But the world's not perfect. Gay people are treated horribly in a lot of the countries that we visit. Mohammed bin Salayan and the FIA are a bunch of fucking cunts. And I hate to say it, but Margot Robbie might not even want to sit on my face at all. I know. I know, I'm shocked too. She might not even know who I am. No, come on. Number one company F1 podcast in the world. You're joking, right? She knows who I am. We're moving in a direction where 20 races a year will be held in Middle Eastern cities because they will just buy out Liberty Media and Formula One and you don't want the first gay driver joining the grid only to be beheaded on live TV as he enters Jeddah Street Circuit or Yas Marina. Formula One, you're all good with me. I have no problem with you. It's your slutty asshole wife, the FIA. The ones that treat you mean and don't give a shit about your feelings. They are the problem. Stop being so much about the fucking money. Here comes the money. That's all you Here care about. Money talks. Here comes the money. And then they come running. Dollar, 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 dollar. FIA only care about that damn money. That's all they care about. I hope Seb gets his dream and sees Formula One as a place all personalities, races, sexes, and people with different beliefs and sexual orientations can come together and see who goes around the track the quickest. But as long as the FIA are a bunch of assholes, it ain't gonna happen. You know what we need? We just, we need. We just need a whole new world. A better world. Sing it with me, Klaus. We can race around the world As long as you have the cash Tell me, FIA, when was the last time you let your wallet decide? Let's head to the country with human rights violations Racism, poverty, segregation On this magic racing ride The FIA's world A new fantastic track to see No one to tell us no Or where to go As long as your check clears The FIA's world a war-torn place I never knew 
But when I'm way up here, it's crystal clear. We'll move in and change everything too. Now I'm in the FIA world with you. Unbelievable sights, indescribable feelings, beheadings, bribery, and killings through a Middle Eastern ride. And if I a world, a hundred thousand dollars to have the fucking cash. I'm like a shooting squad that shot the bard. I can't go back to where I used to be. Every turn of surprise, with new dictators to befriend. I'll chase cash anywhere. There's time to spare. Let me share this FIA world with you. And if I a world, is where we'll be. Jet is where will it be? In North Korea, hey, football, please. I hope this changed. I hope something happens. It won't. It's not going to be for some time. Just like women in Formula One, it's not going to be for some time. We've got the W Series doing jack shit. FIA don't want gay people in the sport. It's just the way it is, and I hope it changes. Oh, I really do. Happy Pride Month. I hope things get better, but at the moment, with the FIA around... It's going to be shit. And right now, Klaus, speaking of shit, talking about Muhammad bin Salain, just gives me that that explosive diarrhea. I just cannot cope with him. Please keep the people entertained. I'll be back in a second. For generations, people would watch cars go by until they finally wanted them to go by fast. Racing was then born. And who was going to talk about all the racing? Why, Caldi, of course. Welcome to the Pocket in My Ferme Show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. Here's your host, Caldi. Woo! Episode 155, halfway point. What a big first half we had. We started previewing the Azerbaijan Grand Prix in Baku this weekend. Well, I gave you some hot tips, but don't go anywhere because later on we got Cordy's top five bowl predictions as well as the luck of the week. And I also went through why there won't be gay people in the sport at the moment. Not anytime soon. I'm sorry, Seb. I'm with you. They should be. They should be, and they would be welcomed by the other drivers and owners, but not for a little while because the FIA are a bunch of assholes. But yeah, big second half coming up. We've got a five-star review. we got some more information about a giveaway that's happening as well as the top five bowl predictions and the look of the week. And don't go anywhere. You want to make sure you subscribe so you're not missing out. Because coming up after this weekend, we break down everything that happened in Baku. I'm excited. You don't want to go anywhere. Klaus, start the fade, baby. That's it. Hamilton's going to try again this time on the inside. It comes to the touch. Verstappen is out of the race. And that's a big crash into Cobbs. We have a red flag. Session stopped, race suspended. Michael, this is Toto. Go ahead, Toto. Uh, Michael, I just sent you an email. Um, 
with the diagrams where the car should be. Did you receive that? Toto, I don't uh, access my emails during the race deliberately because I concentrate on the race. Uh, yeah, then maybe you should maybe look at this because there is something with the rules coming up. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go ahead. Go ahead now. Give him a like. Give him a like. Don't hesitate. Go right now. Spike that like button. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, uh, just searching the World Wide Web, and this is what I found. Another one of those cheeky five-star reviews. You listen to the show. You give it five stars. You go to Apple Podcasts, and you give it five stars. What are you waiting for? Give it five, give it five, not four, not six, but give it five. And I'll read your review out on the show, no matter what you say. I just want you to know, give it five stars, give it five stars, give it five stars. And I will read it out. Please go now, please go now and give it five stars. And I will read out your review, no matter what you say. Slide into your DMs like every day, five stars. Five stars. I sound like an angel. Can you tell I made this whole thing up a five star? Oh my god, I'm melting. I'm melting when they harmonize like that, baby. Ooh, woo, wee. Need a wet floor side over here, Klaus. I'm, I'm just getting a little bit excited. The Gautopotamus is getting very excited. Need a couple in the stands as well, if you don't mind. But it's very simple to get your name and your thoughts and opinions read out on the show. You go to Apple Podcasts, you go to iTunes, and you leave a five-star review. Then oh. whatever you say. It doesn't matter. As long as you've left five stars, I will read it out on the show. It could be whatever. You want to break up with a partner? Let's go. You want to ask someone to marry him? Come on. You know where to go. Apple Podcasts or iTunes, five stars. Leave a review. And we've got someone that left one. Gregory Sunshine 420. They went over to Apple Podcasts. They left a five-star review and they wrote this. Great show. Can't stop listening. Keep it up. Tell you what. Short, sharp, and simple. I don't mind that at all that is how you leave a five-star review gregory sunshine you've done exactly that well done and stick with the 420 huh. i uh don't mind doing that at the pimp international racing circuit if you travel over here with that whoa we ain't gonna take it off you you're not gonna be detained you're not getting a death penalty no you smuggled that right in baby baby Klaus and doris will be joining you that's for sure but yes, you head over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes, you leave that five-star review, write whatever you want, and we will read it out. But i got to talk about something else. It's Klaus. I'm looking out over the crowd right now. Best-looking audience I've ever seen. They are dressed to the nines. Looking very, very fine. And you know why? Oh, well, you know why they are. Because they just saved themselves 5% when they went to parkitinmyfairmate.com slash merch. And they picked themselves up something pretty. And that is the best merchandise out there in the entire world. I keep getting told the material we use on the shirts and the hoodies. Oh, bellissimo. Bellissimo. And wunderbar for you, Klaus. Yes, because they are the highest quality. What happens is we get a bunch of Tibetan monks that are high up in the Alps. And we trap them. Not trap them forcefully, but, you know, we close the doors. They ask us to lock it on the outside just to keep people from coming in and disturbing them. And they're just sewing away. They're sewing away. 
and their, their fingers, they're doing a little dance on the loom as they put together some of the best merch in the game. And if you want 5% off, well, you use a code called Podcast Exclusive 5. That's for you, Cherubs and Muffins. Link in description. And I've done that because I've got to give the people what they want. That's exactly right. We give the people what they want. You've got to give them what they want. And what they want is good merch at a fair price. What was that? Oh, the price is really good, but you're just going to jack it up on the shipping. Well, you hear that idiot yell out from the back row? Couldn't get better tickets. Hey, Sunshine, yeah? That Sunshine Gregory 420. Come a little closer next time, you little loser. Hey, how about this for your shipping? Free shipping worldwide. That's exactly right. We've got to give them what they want, and what they want is free shipping. Good merchandise, fair price, discount code as well, free shipping, link in description. Enough said. Oh, what? One more thing? Oh, how about if you sign up for a Legends Club membership? Oh! Through the Patreon in the link below. You get 25% off in the merch store. You also get a free, free, free Cordopotamus Under the Covers Volume 1 cassette coming your way, signed by yours truly, limited edition as well. You want to get your hands on that, as well as access to the Skybox up there. Woo! A shout out in every one of the episodes. I mean, we're talking about Austin, Alex, Anthony, Caleb, John, Taylor. They're having the time of their lives up there right now. And I can't wait to join you as soon as I'm done here. But I've got to keep going. i got to keep going. You know why I've got to keep giving you guys the show? I've got to give you what you want, baby. We give the people what they want. Well, well, well. Well, we've got a race coming up this week. And so, this is it. This is the money-making time. This is what you all pay that good money to do and see and hear and write down. It's my thoughts and opinions on what the five bold predictions and the lock of the week will be. So, without further ado. Cody's Top 5. Bold predictions for the Azerbaijan Grand Prix and Baku. I mean, you write them down. I've been looking through the tarot cards. I've been looking into the crystal balls. I've shaken up a few of those magic eight balls as well. I've asked the mirror mirror on the wall. I've read the tea leaves. I know exactly what's going to happen. So you write down what I tell you now. You run to your bookie. You take out, well first, no, no, you go to the bank. Take out all your money. Maybe take out a loan for $10 million. You then run to your bookie. You put it on all these. Oh, you do a nice little parlay, baby. Nice little multi. You build that thing up. You have better odds. And then you live like a king for the rest of your days. And you thank me. You come, you, you know what? I'll let you borrow the, the private chopper. You can come visit me in the Palais in the south of France. You can hang out. You can have pancakes. Yeah. You want to have some pancakes with the Cotopotamus? I know you do. I know you do. But time to jump in. It's time for... Cody's Top 5. Bob predictions for the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Number 5. George Russell. Yeah? Ever heard of him? Well, he's going to podium. I'm telling you it's going to happen. He's going to keep the top 5 streak alive for the rest of the year. I said that in the last episode. This year, he's going to smash that top 5 out of the park because he's getting himself a cheeky top 3. He's getting himself on the podium. I'm telling you, Mercedes are going to be really, really strong in that middle sector right there. They're going to be better than the Red Bulls are through that 
And if they can get some sort of pace on the straight without too much porpoising, oh, they're both going to be up there. Avoid the chaos because there will be chaos this weekend. And Mercedes are the only team, only team not having DNFs out there. Every other team has had at least two. Keep your shit on the track, Mercedes, and you'll be good. George Russell, podium, take that one to the bank. Woo! Coming in at number four. Cody's top five. Number four, Nicholas Latifi. Because you're a rich boy and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. I'll tell you this, Nicholas Latifi. Yeah, he's going to crash again. He's going to crash and this will be it. He's not going to have a seat after the summer break. But... Prediction number four, bold prediction from the weekend, Nicholas Latifi, DNF. It's going to happen. Coming in at number three. Cody's top five. Bold predictions for the Azerbaijan Baku Grand Prix, Max Verstappen. Yes, the Max Verstappen misses out on a podium yet again in Baku. It's going to happen. I know. I know you're shocked. You're shocked. You, you, you're panicking you don't know what to do with yourselves but max verstappen who has never got a podium never had a top three finish in baku it's going to happen again he's going to struggle he's going to have some issues and he will miss out again in baku that is bold prediction number three coming in at number two Cody's top five Bold predictions for the azerbaijan grand prix number two charles leclerc is stupid and he's going to have another crash he's got the curse continues baby he's going to qualify really really well but Charles Leclerc, he's going to have a little bit of a crash. So Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc are going to have a crash in Baku. Oof, you hate to see it. And coming in at number one. Cody's top five. Sergio Perez is going to struggle. Yeah, he's going to struggle. And by struggle, I mean he's going to be outside the top five. I think he still finishes the race. I think there's going to be bad strategies, a few mishaps with the pits. Bit un- bit unlucky with safety car releases. Few crashes out there. Few restarts. It's all going to be happening. Sergio Perez is going to be caught out. His luck's going to change. He's going to finish outside the top five. That was... Cody's top five. Old predictions for the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. It was George Russell's getting on the podium. Nicholas Latifi's going to be crashing. Max Verstappen misses out and gets a DNF. In Baku, Charles Leclerc, also a DNF because he's stupid. And Sergio Perez outside of the top five. But that's not all. Oh, that's not all. Klaus, can you come over here? Come over here. Help me with this. It's heavy door. It's super heavy. Ah, my back. Oh, my back. I'm just a cultopotamus. I can't lift this. There we go. There we go. All right, it's moving now. It's moving now. Here we go. Yeah, you know what time it is. You know what time it is. Oh, baby. Cody's lock of the week. Woo! It's a lock. And I think the pressure now on the house driver of Mick Schumacher is going to be too much. I think it's going to be too much. Because if you actually go back and you look at his F2 results, he, he had no business being an F1. He had a famous last name. That was it. He's been in multiple times, been in a position to score points. And he hasn't been able to do it. Mick Schumacher is going to crash the car this weekend. Probably totaling over a million dollars again. Mick Schumacher, DNF, that is your lock of the week. 
But what do you guys think? Did I get it right? Head over to the socials at Parker in my family on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 155. We are done and dusted. Getting you ready. It's coming out early. I love to give it to you early. Coming out nice and early to get you all prepared for the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. But we'll be back in a couple of days' times to review everything that went on, to get you all the sound bites and everything from the world of Formula One. So make sure you subscribe and hit the follow button on your podcast listening device. Go and like the socials as well at Parking in My Fairway over at the website too, parkinginmyfairway.com. Pick yourself up something nice from the gift shop. If you don't mind, podcast exclusive five is the 5% discount code to use if you want more. You head over and join the Legends Club. Link in description there. That way you get to get yourself a nice free gift for signing up. All the best of Called Apotomos Under the Covers Volume 1. Best music that this podcast has ever produced. As well as 25% off in the gift shop. You're up there in the skybox with the rest of the Legends. Sipping on free unlimited double Midoris on ice. If you don't mind. Your name? goes down in history, read out every single episode in the show notes as well, and know that any money I make through the Legends Club into the show goes back into that show to make it bigger, better, stronger than ever. So a big shout out to Austin, Alex, Anthony, Caleb, John, and Taylor. You guys are the true heroes of the PIF International Racing Circuit. Well done. And as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Podcast Network.